What's happening, quarantine friends? It is Cooper and the Welcome to Cooperville podcast about to launch into episode number 59 with my boy Kyle, Black Light District. That's moments away. But first, a special thanks out to Midwest Meals for keeping things on the healthy during this crazy time and even during the uncrazy times. 13 rotating meals. You go on MidwestMeals.com. You pick out your meals. They got the macros, the calorie count, everything you need to know about what you're putting in your body so you can uh, you know, figure out what your goals are what you want to feel like, what you want to look like, and plan your meals accordingly. Then you order, they ship them out to you, you get them in the mail, and boom, no cleanup, pop the meals in the microwave, and you are eating clean with Midwest Meals. Here's the deal. Promo code is Cooper at checkout. Get 10% off your first order, MidwestMeals.com. Ballon Gentlemen Hockey Club, also proud sponsors of the Welcome to Cooperville podcast. Bunch of cool uh, summer gear they just uh, launched the other day. I saw that on their Instagram. Make sure you follow them on their socials, man. They put up a bunch of cool content. Uh, ViolentGentlemen.com is the website. Check out their gear. Their uh, enforced social distancing line is really cool. Ladies, they have some kick-ass uh, ladies stuff out there. Uh, kind of makes me wish. No, I'm just, it, but it's, it's badass. you got to go check it out. ViolentGentlemen.com, promo code Cooperville15 at checkout. 15% off that order with Violent Gentlemen. And Monster Energy, Rain Body Fuel, keeping things cranked during the craziness that we're all going through right now. Early mornings, late nights, lots of podcasts, lots of live streaming on Twitch. We're doing that now. Uh, and that is the fuel that gets us through from A to B to C to D to E to the, the whole damn alphabet. It gives us the energy. Whether it's working out, whether it's just having to be up late and get up early the next day or help trying to homeschool a 10-year-old, whatever it may be. Oh, by the way, I'm in the middle of a move. Could be uh, adding a little bit more to the uh, uh, need for some monster in my life. Hashtag Monster Podcast. Special thank you to Rain Body Fuel for their assistance as well uh, for all the workout stuff, which if you check out the Insta uh, at No Limit Cooper Official, you'll uh, see what that's all about because that's still happening. Despite the move, despite the pandemic, despite homeschooling, it's all still going down thanks to Monster and Rain Body Fuel. Kyle Pfeiffer, uh, the artist known as Blacklight District is on episode number 59 of the podcast. He was on episode 12 uh, here in the lab. We had a great conversation then, and he opened up about some really uh, personal stuff. And it was uh, it, it sent me into some eye-opening things, too, about some of my life choices and my life decisions and really uh, helped help improve me as a human being. And dude's got such a pulse on the future of uh, not just music, but uh, social media, where people's eyes are at, and really uh, great, just a great conversation uh, from our live Twitch stream, which you can also check out that video. It's up on Twitch, twitch.tv slash No Limit Cooper, and the videos on YouTube as well on the Cooperville channel page. But the audio version, the podcast version, right now with Blacklight District. Welcome to Cooperville, the Welcome to Cooperville podcast. Subscribe, get updates, feel better about your life. Welcome to Cooperville.com. Welcome to Cooperville. Make sure you use a coaster. It's the Welcome to Cooperville podcast, live from quarantine Twitch session number 59 with my buddy Kyle, the artist known as Blacklight District. How you doing, my brother? It's been a minute. I'm doing good, bro. Yes, it's definitely been a minute. Uh, I'm excited, man. It's uh, I think it was like, what, last year around this time I came through and I was with Adelita's Way and played there. So, yeah, it's been a while, man. And it's just, you know, with all the craziness going on nowadays, I feel at least I feel like I'm uh, I'm back on the scene here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. It was uh, this is episode 59. You were on episode 12 down here in the in the lab. You came down. Yeah, it was a, I think it was an off day between shows. Uh, you yep. and uh, yep. 
you and Rick and the guys were were up in the area and we had you over and uh and, and we'll get into to that conversation because that was you know of the of the 59 that I've done um that was probably one of the it was the most fun that I've had because you were you were here live and in person we got to like you know rap and be back and forth with it but you opened up about some things and i think that that helped me open up about some things uh after the podcast so a lot of stuff that we'll get to touch on here today but um and i i have to say too i kind of felt bad that like afterwards i didn't share it as much as i should have because after we did the podcast i got all nervous about it right i was like shit like you know what i'm saying so but bro no it was a good time and, and again like like from what I was going through at the time, like it actually, it made things so much better because I felt like, again, I wasn't just like keeping all this shit inside, like mm-hmm. even just to get to chat with you, bro. Like it, it was awesome. So again, I I'm appreciative to be here and, and I'm stoked. Man. Yeah, man. We got some, uh, some people jumping on the chat here. Uh, I think it's the Reaper. Yo, what's up? How you doing? Blacklight yeah. district fan. I think, yeah. I think there must be a fan of yours. <laughs> yeah, no, man, that that's uh, again, you know, just jumping into that. Like, uh, it, it's just so cool to like, watch like when i do my own live streams for example you know mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll go on my youtube channel i just hit 130,000 subscribers like yesterday nice. and um again man the, the subscribers just keep going up bro like every two to three days is another thousand you know and and then when i when i'm on these live streams like the fact that i get to connect with these fans so much and that i've been able again to build like such a hardcore fan base that is so into what i do man like it's just, it's amazing. And like, I, I appreciate all the love and support so much. And again, just the fact that I've been able to kind of build this base doing mm. things non-traditionally, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like how we are sitting right here, bro. Like we, we can call it non-traditional, but like, this is the future. Like this is the now shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's just awesome, man. Like I'm, I'm grateful to have the fan base that I have, you know? Yeah. And we got some, uh, April, April is the Blacklight district fan. She is, uh, she's from been on your live streams. It sounds like, um, but no, it's we we and we've gone back and forth about this. I think even before I had you on the podcast, I'm, I'm sure I interviewed you uh, on the old uh, terrestrial radio, you know, at some point as well. And you know, but I've always had this uh, this vision of you being a guy who real. I want to say that it's a Nostradamus uh, effect, or you know, that you have this like I want to say vision of the future, but you're 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 cognitively aware that the world exists in this internet place, in this, uh, the platforms that are available, obviously social media, you know, the majority of not only artists, but, but fans and, and my mom, I mean, is on, I mean, everybody's, you know, rocking on, uh, on Facebook and Instagram and, and, and Twitter and, and everywhere else. But, you know, I think maybe this COVID-19 quarantine thing has really opened a lot of eyes to the fact that we can do so many things with the internet, with the platforms that are out there, with applications like Zoom, which which you and I are, are on right now, um, YouTube, uh, everybody's now creating uh, hangouts where people can see each other and, and and converse back and forth. I mean, I remember the days of going to uh, to meetings at work, meetings about meetings, meetings for meetings, pre- you know, prep meetings. I'm like, all this shit that we're doing really could be. Um, could be done this way and save a lot of time, but you've always had a foresight into, you know, how can you uh, get your music to the masses, to a mass populace of people using these platforms? Uh, and not that I ever thought Blacklight District wasn't necessarily like a radio friendly band, but you have, you've, 
you morph and can change and can alter your sound to uh, a song, to an album, and yep. and terrestrial radio in itself isn't doesn't necessarily take kindly to that. You know, they're a little they're they're standoffish. Like, well, you know, we really liked you know with me now, but now this this next record doesn't sound anything like that, and so they get fearful and and I didn't give yep. a shit though. I played your stuff all the time. Maybe that's, that's, you know, like that was really one of the things that made me like dive so far into the Internet stuff, Mm -hmm. because see, in my mind, again, you know, like when I was first starting out, like back in the with me nowadays and stuff like that, it's like, okay, the song did good. And see, in my head, though, I'm thinking, okay, I have a shot like I I might get a shot at radio here in the future. Like I want to create something that has something different in it or something new. Cause see, you know what I'm saying? Like I thought that radio would look at it as like, Oh wow. Like, look at this. Like this artist is trying to do something new. Like maybe this could be a big deal. And that's how I always looked at it. I wanted people to get excited about it, but right. the more I got into it, I learned that that wasn't the case. You know what I'm saying? Like I would get way more pushback and I do understand it, you know, if like, but then again, it was just always like, God, like, like I'd feel like I was really getting some momentum, whether it was online or whatever with a song and, and people would just constantly shut it down. And to me, it always just like, it just really bothered me. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that like, wow, this song is never going to get a shot now, maybe because it has too many elements of something else in it. You know what right. I mean? Whereas in my head, I was literally just trying to be in the rock scene and trying to like move it forward and trying to be someone that maybe had a bit of an edge going in, into the future. You know what I'm saying? So again, like just after so many times of doing that, where I was like, look, I, I can't make the music that I want to make mm-hmm. and get the results that I want to get traditionally as in radio, you know? So that's where it like kind of started with like, okay, what can I do online where I already have listeners, you know, whether it's YouTube or Spotify, it's like, okay, how can I increase that? You know? So again, that's when I started getting into these anime videos and something called Nightcore. And then eventually I moved into like Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And again, so like, when I look at these Minecraft videos, so like, okay, three weeks ago, I dropped this song called Wishing Dead. I'm wearing the shirt right now, by the way, mm-hmm. teespring.com. Um, so, <laughs> Love it. Quick, but, uh, you know, it's like, so I put out these these songs as a Minecraft video. Mm-hmm. And these things do crazy. This Wishing Dead, it was trending worldwide the first week. You know, it did a million views in like the first 48 hours or less. Um, and it's done like four and a half million since then. So in my mind, that's a success, you know what I mean? Because it brings people over to my channel or to Spotify. Mm -hmm. Um, And I compare it to the radio in a sense of, I'm not trying to ramble on here, but like, like, so think about it. Like an artist wants to get their song onto the radio so that people can hear it. Like, so that millions of people, hopefully across the country can hear that song, right? And then come check it out or come stream it or whatever the case may be. That's how I look at the Minecraft, man. It's like, I get my song on this Minecraft video where I know millions of people are going to watch it and I'm like the soundtrack to it basically. And it all it does is bring people over. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So in my mind, like I consider it kind of the same thing, just different platforms, but it's like the same concept, you know? Like whether it's Minecraft or whatever the case may be, my song is getting in front of a lot of people who hopefully can transition over to become real fans of mine, whether it's from the radio or a Minecraft video. You know what I'm saying? I remember because uh, you and I had had been back and forth. I, I think it was Cold as Ice uh, on that track uh, and releasing it as a single to radio. And so I had heard it and then I was home and I have now a 10 year old, but he was obviously not 10 at that point. Right. And, and I remember being in the living room or in the kitchen and like hearing faintly from his room, you know, that opening to uh cold as I, I was like, yeah. like, is he like, you're like, 
is he jamming to some Blacklight District in his room? And I go in and here he is. He's watching that that Minecraft video with the song in it. And I was, you know, I think that really was an eye-opening thing for me because you and I had talked about it a little bit. Yep. But now I, and I think that maybe has helped me along with understanding how to embrace technology and different avenues of getting content out there is I'm, you know, for 20 years in radio, I was like, well, everybody's world revolves around, you know, their favorite radio station. They get up with the morning show. They, when they go to lunch, they turn the radio on. So we got to have good content there when, if they're at work and they can listen to the radio, they have to listen to our, we have to stream online. And, and yep. I was, you know, when I started looking at it uh, from a different perspective, from a, I don't want to say a child's perspective, but from like a sure. different generation who doesn't know a world that revolves around the radio. Right. You know, nobody's sitting around on Sunday night waiting for the president to give his radio address. You know, right. this isn't the forties and fifties. So right. you have a the, this whole generation, uh, uh, multiple generations now that are growing up in a world where they don't have to wait for their favorite song to come on. They can yell in the air and their robot will play it. They can yell at their TV and, and their TV will go to YouTube and will play their favorite, you know, play their mix, you know, play their, what they have in their queue. And if you start to say, okay, well, this generation is starting to, you know, push these ideas onto the, the previous generation, the generation right. after them, Gen X is all like, they're 100% digital. They're not going for long car rides and, uh, right. you know, jamming out to the radio, waiting for their favorite song to come on. They're just they're hanging out in a, in a social media room or in a, a, a Google Hangouts and they're just, they're chatting and listening to music. Yeah. And so the whole concept uh, that you've really, you know, built this career or, you know, grown this career on is this, this audience is yeah. here. I mean, this is, you know, we got uh, a bunch of people in the chat here. They're going back and forth about their favorite songs uh, of yours. And it's just like, look at how we've, we've brought this interactive live uh, digital streaming magic, you know, 10 years ago, this was magic. And now know, we're just real, hanging out and doing it. So I think the, the way you've embraced, you know, the platforms that are out there and really brought your brand and your style, because in that world, it can be whatever you feel right. it wants to be that day. If you want to write yeah. a song that has this vibe to it, you can. If you want to write a song that's a little bit different, you, you still can. You're right. not you're not beholden to uh, to the authority. That's literally, one of the greatest things about what I do right now is that I really do feel that, and and it, it's like I, I've been able to like get these fans to where it's like if it's a hard rock song, let's just say, mm -hmm. then you know a few months later I drop a song that has way more of a hip hop vibe or something like that. Right. Like back in the day, it was almost like taboo for an artist to like do something like that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, whereas now it's like, I feel like as long as I deliver the quality in the music, like it's a banger regardless of what genre it is. Right. right. I feel like right. that lets you get away with it because if, if like, using cold as ice, that was one that like really helped break me on the internet. That thing itself has almost like a hundred million streams, you know, like it should be technically gold and everything certified with all the streams and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, a year later, I dropped this song called One of a Kind, which was like a two minute, basically me almost rapping over like a trap beat. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that song did like, you know, 15 million views in the first little bit. And it's like, wow, like, again, just to just to see that I can do pretty much whatever style I want, as long as I keep the quality there and it's a banging song, like my fans embrace it. And I think that's one cool thing about like these newer generation is that 
Like people aren't so stuck on, oh, I like this style of music only, or I only like this and don't like all that. You know what I mean? Where it's like, bro, if you got the quality, you got the track, you got like a hit, basically, for lack of a better term, like people are going to vibe with you. You know what I'm saying? And again, like another thing that like, you know, you talked about um, like doing the Google Hangouts, like like when I do my streams, for example, Mm. like I get to connect with my fan base like not musically so there's the music side of things and then there's a whole side of it like where i'm like the personality of black light district so to speak and i go on and chat and bro like if you were to see like the fan art that i get like people drawing pictures of me um people that draw pictures of my wife like pictures of us together like it's so crazy bro because you really start getting the celebrity side of things out where people love to interact with you as a person and a persona versus just the music. You know what I mean? I don't know how many people you got in the chat right now, but just to see, even if there's just a couple of them and they're like, these are my loyal fans that follow pretty much everywhere. And like, I, I appreciate them so much, man. It's, it's amazing. It really is an amazing thing. For yeah. Real. It's, it's been bouncing seven, 10, there was 14 at one point. I mean, they're, and they're, again, they're carrying on a conversation about, you know, you know, loving the music. They're talking about different songs. Uh, Black Light District fan had introduced uh, your music to her dad. So, I mean, you, you really see the power oh, yeah. of, uh, of... Shout out to all the fans in the chat, by the way. No, it's it's, it's awesome. Uh, and thank you all for, for joining and for following uh, following me on Twitch. Really appreciate that. It's a it's a whole new element that is out there. I mean, you, you want to reference back to something that you talked about when it's being able to... Uh, do a song that you feel that it doesn't sound like the previous song. One day it can be this thing. It really, for me, that opened up when I got out of rock radio because it always felt like I had to be the guy who flew the flag for, you know, that genre. And, and obviously there's, there's internal fighting in the rock world between, you know, what, what is, what isn't, you know, this has too much new metal in it. This has too much hip hop in it. But when, when I got out, the amount of, music that I discovered and the artists that I discovered that are huge. Like I never heard of yellow wolf before I got out of radio. And then I'm like, dude, this dude's like on fire, Uh, but he's like totally utilizing the, uh, you know, the social media, YouTube. I mean, uh, there's just a, uh, whiskey Myers. I mean, and my, my music has gone from like uh, this genre to this eclectic, weird like if someone went through my playlist they'd be like the fuck is this dude on he's an emotional roller coaster probably should medicate dude like you're like <laughs> bro, going to yellow wolf like like some of his tracks like has like a guitar in it mm-hmm. like some of that stuff really has a vibe you know like to me like a yellow wolf track um you know can have like a rock star vibe to it like a, a an artist like post malone in my opinion right it's like a rock star like he brings that vibe sure the music isn't exactly what one would think when you think of rock music, but like in terms of this generation, like, like, like you said, bro, like when people can take advantage of that stuff. And then again, a guy like yellow, Wolf, maybe you said you never even heard of him, and mm-hmm. here. So it's like, how many people are out there that we've probably never heard of that have a millions of fans, you know, that's kind of how I look at like what I do, you know, maybe, right. maybe the average person has not heard of me, but in my world, this is like a big deal. You know what I'm saying? And it, that's just what the cool thing is, man, is that that we have access to these things. You know, the fact that we're sitting here right now, bro, like I, you know, like I grew up loving rock. I got Metallica, Ozzy. I, you know, I'm the whole thing, you know, and then over the years, I've just changed. And and I, I just needed to stay inspired, basically, you know. Right. So, man, when I started getting inspired and like listening to some hip hop and whatever the case is, like I see so many 
outlets that do what we're doing right now. These types of interviews, like like there's multiple hip hop channels or guys that are like like they're the hip hop guy. They interview the artist. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? They get the stories out. And in those worlds, like those things are such a big deal. That's why, like in the rock world, you don't see a ton of it like this. That's why I love the idea of us doing this show right mm -hmm. now, because this is what people like want to see. You know, it's just that in the rock world, it doesn't seem like they take it too serious. You know what I mean? Like, in, do you kind of get what I'm saying? Like in hip hop, yeah. someone can do an interview and they'll have three million views on an interview. Right. Because people want to hear the story and they want to see the artist talk and they want to know the guy who's hosting. And it's, you know what I'm saying? It's like a thing. So the fact that you do this, like, I love it, bro, because I do think this is the future. And I think there's going to be more and more of this shit going on. I think what I've what I've seen, and I'll I'll, I'll tie you into the hip hop world this way. Obviously, you, you there's hip hop undertones and and sometimes frontal tones with uh with the music, but hip hop has always found a way to embrace avenues to get their not just their music out there, but their story out there, and that's yeah. why you have a, a a huge hip hop you know culture and a huge hip hop um, culture is uh, a perfect word, yeah, bro. That it is culture, you know. I mean, they've embraced going to places like TikTok to have their music hit, you know, in a 15 second clip, they've gone to, you Go know, viral and blow up literally from TikTok now, man. It's crazy. Isn't and, it? And the industry, the, the, the radio industry, the recording industry, some, to some extent is like, wait, 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 these aren't the proper channels. How is this guy making, you know, a shit ton of money? He right. released a, you know, he's got a four minute song. He released a 15 second clip and they the TikTok audience jumps on it and lip syncs to it. And all of a sudden it's, Oh, now, now radio is going to be like, Oh yeah, yeah. That way we want that song. That's one we want. And we're going to, we're going to yep. make it a hit. It's, but hip hop has always embraced yep. that. It's always, you know, and you would think it'd be rock because rock is supposed to be the, the outsiders and the rebels and like, you know, fuck it. We're going to do whatever we want to do. And it's, right. yeah, we're just, we're badass. but they're like it, the corporate structure feels like it's more set in rock than it is almost in any other genre because I mean, outside of like pure, you know, oh. pop music where, you know, but even a guy like post Malone has broken that, that framework in, uh, in pop because he's like, no, I'm going to go and do this. And it's going to sound this way. I'm going to do this. It's going to sound this way. I'm going to, I saw him do a, a, him and Dwight Yoakam jamming on a podcast, just like singing Dwight Yoakam songs. And then he goes and, and does the whole, you know, Nirvana thing. And it's like, you watch that Nirvana, some of that stuff? No, I watched some clips of it, man. That's it was killer, bro. He, he killed he it. He had the, the record with Ozzy on his latest yep. album. Did you hear that record? Yep. Again, that's a banger to me, man. And like the fact, again, like the fact that he is such a massive artist, then to do the Nirvana thing, have Ozzy on the record, like that again, like I feel like rock people should embrace that because all that does is bring more eyes and ears on the genre when a guy that big is bringing those elements into it. You know right. what I'm saying? Well, yep. you, they want to have him in and have him in all the way. You know, they want to be like, now you're now you're in the rock genre. Now you're over here. You can't step out and be, you know, do a, a, a rock a rock hit and then go and, right. you know, have something that has G easy in it. You know, you just can't right. you can't right. because you're now you're in our pool and we want to use you in our you know to manipulate our uh, our audience and stuff. But the fact that I think and I think your fans and and myself included in that realize that as a human being, as an entity that exists on the earth, I don't always feel in one particular mood. I'm not always like, give me hard and heavy all day, 24 seven. I want to wake up and just rage and I'm going to, I'm going to rage all day. Like there's emotion. There's like, there's time you want to chill. There's time you want to, you know, have some, you know, 
banging banging music you know there's there's a whole range of things that you want to have and if you're stuck in one one lane and you can't do anything else because if you step out of that lane you're you know you're nickelbacked from the 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 whole thing um the internet the 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 platforms youtube uh you know twitch is becoming a, a great hangout for i know a lot of artists are doing a bunch of stuff on there for content and for for music uh streaming all that stuff it's just all these avenues are available and to not try them out or make them a part of your arsenal eventually right. could be could end up in career suicide because you just oh, you sure. won't be able to where people's eyes and ears are now is not where they were 20 years ago and a right. lot of a lot of artists and a lot of industry is not quite recognizing that yet for sure and you know that's something i notice a lot i mean like I, I don't ever like to say I don't ever want to like bash anybody because I'm not that kind of guy, you know, now, right. like I will talk my shit when it's appropriate for sure. But, you know, I have so many friends who are in bands that tour and they do, they work their asses off, man. They're out there, they're sleeping in vans and Walmart parking lots. And you know what I mean? Like the whole thing, but so many, so many of these guys, and again, this is just my opinion. So many of these guys, and this is not just the artists. I'm talking managers, mm-hmm. radio people, whatever the case is. I feel like a lot of these guys, specifically in rock, um, are like kind of stuck, like, like in a dated formula, like thinking, okay, this is how it should be, and this is what we need to do. And yet, like, okay, when you think about it, like, let's just say the last one year, for example, like when it comes to rock radio, has there been a new band out there that's just blown up in the last year? That's like, oh, this is like the new hot thing. Like, I just I can't think of it. You know what I mean? Like something that's really stood out on like a big level. You know, it just doesn't seem like there's a ton of artists that break any more period in the genre. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, sure, we could say Five Finger Death Punch is a, a massive band, which they are. But that's like, what, 10, 15 years old already you know what i'm saying you know i remember like uh greta van fleet came out a year or two ago and that was really hot nothing more was hot a couple years ago you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying but like do you agree with me on that like where like where are these new artists that in hip-hop every week there's a new smash hit a new artist out there that's going platinum or something i don't feel like you see that anymore though in rock what what do you think it doesn't feel like there's that big band you know it feels like there's the five yeah, there's the five in the last 15 years. There's the 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 greats that will always be there. You know, Metallica, um, Ozzy. You know, when he releases right. new stuff, but he, he, we just talked about him stepping out and and doing stuff with Post Malone and understanding that collaboration is like this amazing thing that that really can Other collaboration right there, bro. Like again, yeah. in hip hop, if you go on the Billboard Hot 100 right now. I bet in the top 40, I guarantee at least 50 percent of the tracks have some sort of feature on it. Again, in rock world, bro, no one wants to collab, man. Like, yeah. I'm sure they do, but you just don't see a lot of it. Like, you know what I mean? If it, I, I, uh, I have an album dropping on July 17th. Uh, it's my official debut, so to speak. Um, and I have quite a few collabs. I did a collab with Waylon, who is from A Killer's Confession, who used to be in Mushroom Head. Yep. Um, and so to have him, like a metal guy, come on and we did kind of like a trap joint together. So to hear him on something like that blew my mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, um, you know what I mean? Just taking someone who's like from the real heavy shit and bringing him over and doing a feature on something with me. Like we, we've been talking every day because we both just love the track so much. You know what I mean? And I think there should be more of that, man. I really do. 
you see it so much in hip hop. You see it so much, and I think maybe that's that's where you see a lot of this uh, these new artists blow up. Yeah, I think even in hip hop, you still have the 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 classic strengths that are always going to have uh, massive success. Uh, from Eminem to to Dre right. to you right, know. Right. Jay Z, I mean, those guys will always be there. But what yes. you're really seeing now is this: the it's not even the underground anymore because it's the forefront. Because this is where people's yeah. eyes and ears are. Is you just have a guy, uh, you know, jump on uh, on a joint with another artist, and yeah. all of a sudden that song blows up. Well, now that guy, you know, whoever did the collab with him, now he's the next hot thing. Exactly. And it's you know, it's amazing to see just the you know this cross pollination of, uh, hey dude, jump, you know, here's the beat, you know, here's the track, jump on it do this, da, 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 and boom, yep. they have a song out, you know, and we, we talked about the rock industry, the, 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 the formulation, the, you go and you record an album and then you tour behind the album and then you, you release three to four tracks off that album and right. then, then you hibernate, record it, the cycle, the, the album cycle. Right. Yep. You and many artists out there don't, you can, yes, you have the album coming out, but you don't have to wait to release like, damn, we got a fucking banger here, man. I'm going to, I want to get this to the people. You don't have right. to wait for the, the radio promo and okay, how are we going to market this? And let's get the, you know, the imaging right. And then you, all of a sudden you're six months removed from actually putting that song together. You're sick of it. Yeah. And you're like, well, why don't we just like, thing, why don't we just drop this on YouTube and like make yeah. it a thing months ago? Perfect example. Like, okay. So this album I have coming out, there's 19 tracks on it. And bro, no joke, 15 of them are already released. Like I have been putting out singles like every this year, I've done four tracks already. So basically I'm on kind of like an every six weeks, I drop a single. Uh, the first month was like four weeks, then six weeks type thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, and that's the exact thing, man. You don't have to wait anymore. Like, like, so the way I look at it is, okay, when my album drops July 17th, I wouldn't be surprised if six weeks or eight weeks later, there's a new track that's dropping that's not from that project. That's Because again, in today's world, bro, with how fast and how much content there is, and especially with the way that people consume the content nowadays, mm. you almost, it's almost like, like the old, like, I guess the cycle, the way of doing an album cycle, where it's like, put the album out, tour, you know, take a little break. I almost feel like that could almost hurt you nowadays, um, taking too much of a break in between, you know, out of sight, out of mind type thing. Um, again, especially with today's generation, you know, so I feel like, and it's, e it's even a proven fact that artists on Spotify and YouTube, you actually get rewarded by putting out more content with Spotify. They have the release radar playlist, you know, right. where people who are following artists every Friday, they get their release radar, which is all new singles from artists they follow and things similar. Right. So the more an artist like me, let's say I'm doing it every six weeks, weeks, which I have been. So every six weeks. I'm on a release radar to somebody, you know, a lot of people, however many people, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It shows up and then the next week it gets a little bigger. So every time you're dropping something, you're reaching more and more people through the algorithms and that, that those can actually build you better than like getting on an editorial playlist or something, because that's always temporary, like the playlist spot, but these, these uh, algorithmic playlists, that introduce you to people, bro, it's amazing, man. That's why, again, the content is faster nowadays than ever before. I think, wait, if I were to just put out my album and not put out anything for a year, I think it would be a bad thing, honestly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It, it, you know, regardless of how I feel about it, I feel like that's just how it is, man. People want content and they want it now. And <laughs> and the attention span now is is shorter than ever 
Um, so I think you're I right. Songs that are barely two minutes on this album, bro. Just for yeah. that reason, you know? Yeah. It's, you can't, if you are, you mentioned out of sight, out of mind. And I think with so many different platforms that you can, you can release content onto, whether that's, uh, you know, making some real life stuff and dropping a photo on Instagram, like, Hey, you know, we're, you know, quarantine life. I think a lot of, you know, some, I wouldn't say a lot, but some artists have, have brought in their more of their personal life out in Instagram so that, but they're, what they're trying to do is maintain that connection with the fan base and say, Hey, yeah, you know, we're, we're human too. We're all going through this, but if you disappear and you don't spend the time, you know, Hey, we're writing new music. We can't wait to get it out to you. If you're not constantly communicating with your fans on whatever platform that is, or releasing right. music like you have the capabilities of doing it and, and many artists do, but they're backlogged by management and all that other stuff that, you know, but yeah. I think, I think our mutual friend Rick has an opinion on, uh, on that. So we'll, we'll get to that right. in, in just a bit, but yeah, no, if sure. you're, if you're not releasing content, I want to say on the daily, but, but pretty close, you, right. you should, you should have pieces of content that are out even stacked, ready to go. Uh, yeah. And I'm not even like at personally, bro, like, I'm not a guy that likes to go on um, my social medias and post, oh, this is what I'm eating. This is what I'm doing right. today. Blah, blah. But as as Blacklight District, you know, like I feel like I'm obligated to put up a picture every day or a video clip or do a live stream or something because, again, of what we just said, you know, like I, that's what I, I do for my brand and my mm. business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I still love it, but it's not something I would do personally. But you know what I'm saying? Like I get where where it's at, you know. So I had, uh, I had Rick Jesus, our friend Ricky on, uh, on here on a live, uh, Twitch session, uh, a couple of weeks back and always great to catch up with him. And, uh, it, and I, 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 I feel that your relationship with him is, is, is like super incredible. Like there's this, there's this understanding that I don't want to say that you both are fighting the system cause you're not, you're just, you're both doing things the way that you want to do it. And Rick's, you know, since not since the beginning, but for, for a long time, Rick, you know, decided to take control of uh, his music and his career and his life and where, where his, he wanted to be in control of what he was doing with his life through his music. And he's done that. And you're doing that, you know, that relationship, tell me about, you know, I know you guys have been on tour uh, a handful of times. They're supposed to be on one probably right now as, uh, as we're speaking, but fucking COVID. So uh, now what's, how did, uh, how did that relationship blossom between you and Adelaide as way? Question, man. Um, well, about, I think it was about a year ago now. Um, what is it? Yeah. Like, so a year ago in May, actually, mm-hmm. um, we did our first tour. So let's say January of last year, I got the offer. Um, I had signed with an agent who was also his agent and I don't know what happened, but he pulled some magic and he's like, look, I got you this Adelita's way tour." And I was like, damn, hell yeah. Cause I'd never, I never met him or any of the guys, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was, grew up you know, hearing them on the radio and being very familiar with Adelita's way, you know, like literally. So that was cool for me, man, because it was like, damn, like I, I know these guys, I know this music, like I love it. I grew up listening to it, you know, mm-hmm. 19 years old in 2009 when Invincible came out. I remember jamming that shit all over, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so again, to fast forward 10 years later and to be like, damn, I'm going out. Um, that's awesome. So I, I had something happen. I'm trying to remember how this all worked. But anyways, I had to reach out to Rick and I kind of wanted to anyway, just to say, hey, what's up, man? I appreciate you having me out on the tour, blah, blah, blah. And we just kind of started talking, man. And like, like literally, I think Rick even said it the first time we talked, 
I can't remember if it was him or me that said it, but it's like, damn, I feel like we've been friends a while already. Like mm-hmm. just cause we were kind of so similar in some of that stuff, you know? Um, and yeah, man, I mean, obviously I've been out with Adelita's way. This is, this is going to be the fourth tour in the last year that we've done together. And I think, man, it's, uh, it, 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 it happened organically because of like the way that Rick looks at things. And I think he sees kind of like how you referenced he and I kind of being the same, you know, Um, we both kind of have the vision of like, we don't have to rely on anybody anymore. No one tells us what we can or cannot do or Mm -hmm. how the proper way to do things are, you know? And I think when he sees a a younger artist like me coming up, getting the numbers that I get uh, streaming wise, you know, he knows that I'm, embedded in the future a little bit and i think he likes to have you know when he brings me on a tour i think it's cool that he has an element of that futuristic thing on the show i could be wrong on his opinion that's what i'm assuming um and again same for him for someone who's been in the industry for a while now and started out doing it pretty much the traditional way with the major label all the radio play and you obviously saw that took adelita's way to i would say like mainstream rock artist status wouldn't Mm -hmm. you say so as like a standard you know and then for but but for him now to be releasing all these songs like his latest song habit that just came out uh a month or two ago like it's an epic joint man and it would never be on rock radio because it's got it's got flares of new age stuff and it's a little different and i think man i think adelita's way is killing it and i think they're only going to thrive in the future even more yeah they've they've taken some of that that same that same idea that same for sure and that's cool though because rick that that shows that rick kind of has a a an eye or an ear for what's going on i I tell him this all the time when we talk on the phone bro i've literally told him it's like bro there are so many artists that were probably signed to a major label when you were had their big hit in like 2008 2009 that kind of just fell off yeah and that's so easy to happen to a band like that especially him being independent now it's easy to just fall off the map but Adelita's way has been able to like keep it going, keep the momentum going. And that for him to take it over, you know what I'm saying? As an independent artist that speaks volumes about who he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, he's, he's referenced, uh, you know, bands that have reached out to him and just, you know, asked him like, how, how do we get there? Like, how do, how do we get to this, this, this place where we don't have to rely on outside forces, we'll call them to be able to have a successful career. And, um, I think you and him are prime examples of those who have found ways to have successful lives and successful careers to, um, without having to, I don't want to say answer to anybody, but be like, I feel like I'm going to do this today. I feel like I'm not going to go the traditional route of whatever it's, if it's radio, if it's a different avenue, you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this crazy shit on, on YouTube and, and it's going to blow up and you got, yep. you know, the plaques to show. It. And I think that's, um, that really is, uh, I think, a great message for artists out there because even something we talked about earlier, that next big rock band, you right. know, that big, gigantic, um, headlining, pyro sure. uh, yeah. band, yeah. we haven't found yeah. that yet. Yeah. And maybe, and I don't want to say that this is part of the reason, but nobody is embracing, Not no, most are not embracing content, 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 right. get it out push it to the people, the masses will, will come and you, and, and the money will follow. And all of a sudden you can, if you're planning your own tours in cities that you know are, you know, you have a huge following because the data is there because you can go and say right there, I can see that there's a huge 
group of people in this area that are streaming our music, that are watching us on YouTube, that are interacting uh, on Cooper's freaking live afternoon Twitch quarantine session here. You know, they're they're there and they're they're like, yeah, I'm going to go and see that show where it doesn't need radio backing or anything to be a huge success. So it's um, I, I just hope that bands can you know find that element that you have to be on these platforms or you will be the band that. Oh yeah, I, me- I yeah. remember that song. I remember that. Oh yeah, that was a good record. Now they saw them live. They were good. But where have they been in the last year? Right. Yeah, and again, man, to see to see so many artists that are stuck in the old dated formula. Again, I don't try to touch it. I just speak it how it is as a fact. In my opinion, like when a when, and I follow because I keep up to date whether it's rock, hip hop, pop. Like I stay up with all everything all the time because I feel like I I have to, you know. Um, so again, when I when I see like so many like talented rock artists out there that just do things the same old way. It just like almost bums me out. It's like, that's it. Like, yeah, we know you're putting out the single, the radio, blah, blah, but where does it go from there? Like, what do you do from there? Because again, with, with the platforms right now, there's just such a whole other level, bro. The fact that I can wake up in the morning and I can basically do whatever I want. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have a boss. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can wake up, I can work on my music. I can, uh, work on a mix. I can do a live stream. I can do whatever. Like the fact that I get to support my family while my, I get to create music is like the best thing in the world, man. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, like, believe me at the end of the day, I am grateful to have what I have now. Again, some people might not have heard of black Lake district heard of me or know my music or whatever. But again, like, like we talked about earlier, imagine how many big YouTube stars are out there that not everyone's going to know, but they have millions of followers that we maybe have never heard of, you know? So again, you can make yourself as big as you want in your own world. And in my world of Blacklight District and AK-19, which is what my fan base is and my label, like this is a big deal, you know? So when I get to go on there and be become Blacklight District and talk to my fans, like, bro, that that's... That's all I could care about. Because think about this. I bet there are thousands of artists out there that would kill to make a living off their music, right? Just to make a living, yeah. period. Because it's so tough, man. You know? Yeah. But th- that's, again, that's why I'm so grateful that I'm in this spot. And, like, again, I, I tell people this all the time. If I never got any bigger than I am right now, I would be totally satisfied. Because I have a loyal, passionate fan base from all over the world, mm-hmm. right? I make enough money to support my family. A good living, by the way. Um, I get to create whatever music I want. I can go on tour whenever I want to. I mean, I'm living the dream right now. But that doesn't mean I don't always strive to do better and bigger and do bigger things and become a better artist and a better person. Mm-hmm. You know, like like I live a sober lifestyle now. You know, like the last shit, bro. Like the last ten years, I can't say that. And that mm-hmm. was a different person. That's why I feel like just being about. A, I'm just going to call it a year of sobriety right now. About that, I feel like I'm really on fire now and like things are moving, you know, like when I'm clear headed and ready to go, like things are moving and in motion and I can't wait to see what's next, bro. That's for real. Yeah, man. And, and, and kudos to you on the year. I know that, uh, it was, uh, last year, uh, about this time, maybe a little, little sooner in the year when we had you, or I had you down here in the lab and we, we had a chance to talk and, uh, and you opened up about, about the struggle of, uh, you know, the last several years of, of, of your life and, and, and the changes that you were going through, I think you were still, you know, feeling some of the effects while you were here of going through those, those adaptations. And, you know, so I think that you already had the success, you know, you already had, you know, established yourself on the, as an, as an entity to be dealt with on, 
on YouTube and obviously the music getting out to uh, to a populace that that is there and eager and, and the fan base that continues to grow. But after that podcast, you know, I remember thinking like that dude's going to go and, and just like kill the next year. I mean, it's going to be, you know, when you don't have those, uh, you know, those struggles, you know, holding you right. back that, and, and you have, and that's, that's been really you know cool to watch, you know, from, from a distance, yeah. I think, you know, knowing that you can create and do a lot of the things that, that, that motivate you in your own home and you have that, that security of being there. And also this COVID thing that has really, really affected a lot of the industry, you know, it, for fans, it sucks. Fans love, love seeing live music. They love going to shows. You obviously were supposed to be out with, uh, with Adelaide's way, uh, on, on a yeah. tour. So seeing the people getting music out and exposing it to more people, but you and Rick are the two people I've talked to that I don't want to say that this hasn't affected because it's affected all of us in, in different ways. Um, like you mentioned, well, I don't really, don't really leave the home a whole lot cause I can do everything I need to do here. But now that I know I can't go somewhere, it, it just, it feels a little bit different. Um, sure. but being able to, uh, to create during this time, um, I think, and given the past year of, of, of sobriety, I mean, there is, doesn't feel like there's a limit to, uh, to what you're going to do in the next year. For sure. No, that's, that's a great way to say, it, man. And I do appreciate that. And, you know, I feel like, like I, I honestly feel, you know, I'm 29 years old right now, bro. So I'm going to be 30 in like, I think three weeks from today, mm -hmm. uh, June 9th, whatever the date is. Um, you know, that was always a big deal for me. Like growing up, like I always felt like, Oh, I, I needed to be successful by 20 so I could live my twenties through, you know what I'm saying? Like, blah, right. blah, blah. So, you know, the fact that I, I did go through these struggles um, and I feel like, honestly, like I'm not trying to make excuses, but I do feel like, you know, drugs and alcohol, they do slow you way down in mm. terms of, you know, like if I was hung over, it's not like I wanted to rush into the studio that day. You know what I mean? Like I was laying around wasting days every day, basically, right. and blah, blah, blah. So again, the fact that at, at this point to where I've been able to build my fan base, and again, it's still all a work in progress. Like I'm still mm -hmm. growing, still grinding away. Um, the fact that I'm about to be 30 years old, the sobriety, like I feel hungrier now than I ever have, bro. Like the 21 year old me couldn't touch the 29 year old me right now because like I'm ready to go. Like I know what I'm here to do. I know what I'm here to create. You know what I'm saying? I mm -hmm. see in my opinion, bro, I see like the vision of the future and where things are going. And I feel like I'm in that curve and I'm ahead of it a little bit. And I'm going to stay there because I try to keep a young mind, a young ear, so to speak, mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to music. Um, but like basically just to, to lay it out, man, I'm just I'm as hungry as I've ever been, bro. And mark my words when I say that you have not seen the biggest from Blacklight District yet. We'll see what happens. No, dude, I, I have I have no doubts about that. And I think, uh, you know, a lot of that, uh, that, that mentality that you have with, you know, I want to be, I want to be something by a certain age. You know, I, I remember going through that and I, I almost, I want to say I, 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 I thought I had it figured out. I did 20 years in radio. I, my first, uh, my first stint in radio in Madison, Wisconsin was like in 99. Oh, wow. I started and up until about 22, 20 years ago, something like that. Yeah. And 20, yeah. yeah. 21 years ago. Yep, yep. So, and until last year at not 19 anymore at, at 39, you know, right. I was like, damn, 
Like my whole, everything, everything around me could be chaos. Uh, life could be chaos. Uh, you know, there was, there was plenty of booze. There was plenty of, uh, plenty of drugs, plenty of all that stuff. But, you know, then I got married and had a kid and, but the last year, uh, being absent from radio, I have never felt better about life. And the fact that being 40 in a couple months is I'm excited for it because I've at 39 learned more in the last year than I probably did in 20 years in radio because I'm, because of the fact that I wanted to kind of develop that same mindset of like, I'm going to go and figure out how to do this. You know, it started with the podcast during this whole COVID thing. I'm like, let's, let's see what we can do to make this a a bigger entity. And it moved on. I mean, I started my own, I have my own beard company, beard oil company that I started back last year. So I, you know, I I have that going. I have this podcast. I host a podcast for Rockfest. I I, I host a country music festival. So I have all these things going on. I've never felt better about life at whatever age and same, same mentality. Like once you embrace the uh, what's out there and what you can manipulate like you are with, with technology and, and, and living in this digital world and dude, the age isn't nothing to fear. I mean, not, you're not even at, you know, you're at like the first quarter of life, you know, I'm at halftime, but you're like at the first quarter of life, you know, so there, there's all right. this, there's all this time. And if, you know, and especially being, being healthy, being sober, all these things yeah. now are, now we are talking limitless. Now we are talking, okay, whatever the next thing is, you know, YouTube will have its next, some other magical thing will come out and right. you'll own that. And then the next thing will come out and you'll already be, you know, you already have your fingers in the dirt on that one. So it's, you know, right. it's, it's inspiring for me as a, you know, not necessarily an artist, but as someone who likes to create content and to have conversations and to, to bring, bring the stories to life in a more conversational way than your standard radio interview of, hi, let's talk about your new record. Let's talk about the tour. Let's talk about the bus, you know, all that crap I dealt with for 20 years. Now, really getting to know people and really getting to, to conversate with them and, and having their stories shared. That has become this huge thing for me because it's not my story will interject itself into a conversation. Yes, of course. But this is really a platform where artists can come on and really open up about how they're embracing, how they embrace COVID, how they're embracing technology, how they're getting their, their stories out, how they're surviving uh, things like addiction or things like, not being able to, uh, you know, get a song on the radio. Well, there's other avenues, you know, and I think that that's, this has really been, uh, you know, having you on again and, and hearing the success of the last year is just, I mean, that's, that's inspiring for me. That's inspiring for the, you know, the 15, 16 people in the chat right now that are chatting back and forth and got an AK-19 for life thrown down in there. AK-19 for life, baby. For life. No, no, like, like for real, man. And it inspires me to hear that's cool to almost hear how, you know, I'm on the edge of 30. You're on the edge of 40 here. We're both kind of in new worlds, you know, I, you know, you coming from radio feels like me coming from being a straight hard rock band who went to radio. Hmm. Whereas now over the years, I've kind of just morphed into my own artist and I'm doing my own thing more digitally like you are, bro. But think about this. The conversation that you and I are having right now these are the conversations that people want to hear. Right. No one, no one cares about the the t- the typical radio interview and how did you get your band name and blah blah blah, bro. Like no one gives a shit about that. That's why I think like and and I have literally seen you grow too, man. Like like I've seen this podcast, the logo. I see it so much more like on a daily or weekly basis. Like, bro, I, 
I just want you to keep doing your thing because I think this thing's just going to get bigger and bigger. And again, you know, like I can't wait to share this when this is up on YouTube. Shout out to all the YouTube fans out there. Like these are these are the conversations I love to be a part of with guys who have an eye and an ear on the future and not rely on the past. Like so because so many people rely on the past. You know what I'm saying? And man, I just congratulations to you, bro. Like the podcast has like done its thing and it's just getting bigger. And I, I'm just glad to be here, bro. I'd, I'd be on any time you want, man. No, man. And I, I want to have you back on, you know, we're, you know, this, this whole live Twitch thing and, uh, and the podcast we're stuff. Good. I like this. Yeah. It, it's fun to get to microphone. I got the good quality. Just like, I know, you. right. You're not like holding uh, your phone up and it's like, right, I'm like, dude, right, yeah. hook it up, man. Figure the shit out. But no, it's, you know, just, just being on the, the beginning of this, uh, and, and it's, and it's been great. And I think you probably went through some of this, uh, on your platforms, maybe not necessarily YouTube because it's pretty widely known, but I was like, yeah, you can check out, uh, I'm, I'm live streaming the podcast on Twitch. And everybody was like, what, what's Twitch? So I think Twitch yeah. should be paying me some money. Cause I probably had a bunch of people go, Oh, I'm going to go download the app and and, right. uh, and check it out. Yeah. So no, but it's, I get, I get my fans all the time. So, you know, you should start a Twitch channel. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe I just never get to it, but you're going to see that there are some people on chat. I hear about Twitch all the time and Twitch is a great place to stream. In fact, going back to what I was telling you earlier about like, a lot of the hip hop interviewers and shows I watch, most of them are doing literally what we do right now. They're on Twitch. They have their chat. They have the guest on. They upload it to YouTube. Like, it's dude. I I, I just think this is a good thing. Like, I'm loving it. And again, you know, for those that don't know, um, I go by the name of Blacklight District. I just hit over 300 million streams uh, combined between YouTube and Spotify. I mean, that number right there is uh, an astonishing feat for someone to accomplish. Um, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of every stream I get, you know what I'm saying? Um, and like, just the fact that I get to watch that grow and watch that grow. Every song gets mm -hmm. just a little bigger. Every song, the first day numbers are just a little higher. You know what I mean? So the fact that I just get to watch that, um, when I get to put out a new song and it times in the first month, that's a dream come true right there. You know what I'm saying? Just the fact that my music resonates or hits someone. And again, the DMS I get all day long of people saying, Oh my God, your music saved my life or your music helps me through the worst times, blah, whatever the case may be. Like, I, I appreciate that. Like I, and I reply to most of my fans, you know, because it's like, mm. and like it, it, that, that's what means the most to me versus any fame or money that comes with it. I grew up being touched by music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like literally like helping me through my shit, you know? And, and the fact that I can help other kids and other people like that, like that's, that's all I ever ask for, man. You know what I mean? No, brother. So, I, get, I was, uh, it's so awesome for sure. I had, uh, if you follow, follow me on the, uh, the Instagram, I, I work out every day. It's a part of my mental, uh, cleansing that I do on a daily basis that I have to do. Otherwise, I don't know what would happen. So I just, I just keep doing it every day, keep myself quick. But man, when I put cold as ice on and shit gets right, shit gets wild, man. I'm not even lying. It's like, yeah, just, you know, Dude, yeah, yeah, bro. just get after yeah, yeah. it. But, uh, new record. Yeah, check, out, check out my new song, wishing dead, by the way, to on everyone it. out there. Uh, been out about three weeks a month or so um it's just I, I feel like i'm writing the best music of my career there's a song called wishing dead there's a song that's about to blow up we got a minecraft video dropping next month called falling um i would recommend checking that out and then again yeah my album is called you're welcome and that's coming out july 17th um i did just get verified instagram so i'm really happy about that i don't know if you can see that but it's got the check follow at, yeah at blacklight district on instagram and at official bld on twitter um, and I'm just excited, man. I, I, I'm ready for the future, bro. And like I said, mark my words, you have not seen my biggest work yet. 
Well, I, I look forward to uh, to continuing conversations like this with you as uh, as Sweet, we man. Let's do it soon, bro. Sit real. man. Uh, by the way, I am on uh, the Instagram as well. No Limit Cooper official on Instagram. Also, welcome to Cooperville Podcast is uh, everywhere. So here's how this all works uh, for those who are following along in the chat and watching this live. So thank you first and foremost to uh, to all of you who uh, who jumped on here on Twitch and, uh, and joined the chat. And you guys are having some great conversations. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, jumping on here uh, in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, if you missed any part of the interview, the video will be posted live on or will be posted on YouTube coming up later on this afternoon, so you can watch it there. And then the audio version will be released on all podcast platforms. So we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google Play or Google Podcasts. So everywhere you listen to podcasts, this will be out. Uh, and that is just a uh, welcome to Cooperville, and you can search and follow. And uh, I appreciate everybody for. For jumping on today and uh kyle my brother uh i love you and i hope you are well and you're staying well and uh and really happy to uh to catch up with you man and to, and to hear the great stories that's uh that's what this is all about man for sure well much love back to you bro like like i said it's always a pleasure and and it, it means a lot to me that you have me on um and again bro you know we we might be sitting here 10 years from now you on the cusp of 50 this time. Hey, hey, okay. Yeah, I, I told you I told you I was cool with 40. I haven't I haven't gotten that to that space in my head uh, yet. So I, no, we will be I'm though. Saying, man, you, you, you know, it's just cool to think of, man. You, you, you know, I mean, we might be here 10 years from now still doing this on totally different levels, you know. So I'm excited to see the future, man. I'm excited to watch Welcome to Cooperville blow up and keep doing your thing, man. And and I'm just so grateful to be here and, and I'm I'm looking for the next next time and let's kill it, man. Dude, think in 10 years. I mean, think how fast technology has grown in the last 10 years. We could be like virtual reality, like sitting in the same. We could be like sitting in a room like, yeah, who knows, man? You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we'd like some patents and copyright on that, please. Yeah, and, right. And thank right? you. Hey. No, but oh, bro, seriously, like it means a lot. And uh, shout out to all the fans that came on today in the chat to say what's up. I appreciate all you guys. Uh, again, the album is out July 17th. Uh, hit me on Instagram. Keep up and uh, stay tuned. Awesome. Thank you, brother. Talk soon, man. Later. Thank you so much, man. Blacklight District on the Welcome to Cooperville podcast. Wrapping things up for episode number 59. Uh, man, if you if you haven't heard yet or you haven't uh, jumped on board yet, we are now live streaming the podcast on Twitch. So go to twitch.tv slash nolimitcooper and hit the follow button. Uh, if you have the Twitch app, same thing. Search No Limit Cooper and follow. If you don't have the Twitch app, go to your app store and download it and jump on board. Then not only do you get to uh, watch the interactive conversation happen as it's happening, but as a as a follower, as a listener, you can also interject some questions. You heard some great uh, great comments coming from uh, the people that we had on the live stream uh, during this one with uh, with Blacklight District. So jump on that, twitch.tv slash Cooper. The other socials, you know, we're all over Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. So follow along there. And every podcast platform imaginable is where you can hear this. So wherever you're listening to this particular podcast, make sure you subscribe. Uh, leave a review. Leave a comment. It's always appreciated. And uh, we're really thankful for all of you, for the follows on social and for the, uh, of course, jumping on the live stream and following along with the podcast on your preferred podcast platform. I still think we're unable to, to hug or high five. So I'll just say until next time, thank you so much. Soon we'll be back.